Okay. Dude, LA is great and all, but, and I know that this is not going to be relatable unless you live in LA, but why are there so many helicopters? Way too many helicopters. Choppering around. Enough with the helicopters. See if Brandy's ready to go. Ding dong dang. Hello. Sup. What are you doing? I was just talking to the wife tears about, you know, what my least favorite thing about LA is. You only have one. You yeah. got 8 million. I mean, there's bad things about every, you know, city. <laughs> Why are there so many helicopters? Every, <laughs> there's a helicopter always. I don't understand it. You're right. It's like, where the fuck are you guys going in your helicopter? There's like news chopper for KTLA. Mm -hmm. There's no way that KTLA can afford to have a chopper in the sky at all times to check out the fucking traffic. Look at ways. You don't need a, a chopper for this. It's ridiculous. Also, there's a high speed ways. chase. There's a high speed chase in LA every single day. If you're going to get into a high speed chase, do not do it in Los Angeles because guess what? There's a million choppers. So the choppers just follow your dumbass around until you run out of gas and they pop your tires. You look so stupid. <laughs> My brother is obsessed with the high speed chase. He has has alerts set on his No way. Yeah. And then if there's ever a high speed chase, he turns it on. You can do that. Oh yeah. He's all about the high speed chase. No one's ever escaped a high speed chase in the history of high speed chases. I don't think. You know? Yeah, I don't think so either. Also, this is another thing about LA. So, so LA. If you're a soap actress who is super hot with gigantic bazangas and a bunch of tight dresses, you, guess what, are now a weather woman on our local news. The weather women oh. on LA news is ridiculous. The talent that the LA weather women have is on a different, they all look like Sofia Vergara. All of them. <laughs> Can you imagine like being an app? Is there meteorologist school? I don't know if there's meteorologist school, but if there is meteorologist oh. school and I assume that probably like work in, you know, you want to work the big markets. So like you go to Columbia, you get your degree in, in meteorology or something, but you're just like a normal looking person, but you're really smart and you understand alto cumulus clouds, the, the Santana winds and stuff. And like mm -hmm. you like bust your ass really hard and you're like, oh my God, I graduated top of my class. And I want to work in one of the top two markets, either New York or Los Angeles. And you come out to Los Angeles and then you're just like, fuck, I don't look like Sofia Vergara. Can't get the job. I got to go work in Tulsa or something. I will say the weather in L.A. is not very exciting. I don't know why anyone would want to be a meteorologist in L.A. It's like literally 70 and sunny every day. Yeah, I'm sure. But Tulsa, like, I, it's exciting down there. They've got tornadoes. They've got thunderstorms, lightning storms. I, I bet they've got microbursts. I bet they got a lot of shit down there. Microbursts? You ever been in a microburst? That sounds like something that like women do to their eyebrows. Maybe. But let me tell you, I didn't even know they existed. And this was so long ago, but I was on a flight, I think from Nashville, but to Denver. And we get basically like to where we're about to land in Denver. And all of a sudden they're like, Hold on, we have to divert to Colorado Springs because we're about to fly into a microburst and we could all die. Wow. And they took us to Colorado Springs and I was like, what the hell is microburst? Maybe Google it because I don't know exactly what it is. Something crazy, but I didn't even know they existed, but they do in Colorado. You know, you're right about the weather being boring here. And that's probably <laughs> why they got the bombshell meteorologist because they were like, this segment always sucks. It's like, well, today, folks, we're going to have 75 and sunny, a little bit of smog, and the UV lights are kind of bad. And uh, all right. Pollution is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. D don't <laughs> go outside and breathe the air. All right, back to you, Bob. And they were like, man, this segment sucks. What do we do? Let's get Sofia Vergara in here. We can't get Sofia Vergara? All right, get whatever looks like Sofia Vergara in here immediately. And then she's just like, and it's 75 and sunny, and all the, everyone's like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, tell me more. Mm -hmm, tell me about the microbursts. <laughs> a microburst is a localized column of sinking air downdraft with a thunderstorm and is usually less than or equal to 2.5 miles in diameter. Microbursts can cause extensive damage at the surface and in some instances can be life-threatening. Yeah, I'm at, dude, the pictures of this thing, it just looks like, it just looks like God is taking a shit. It's just out just kind of looks like a 
a giant tornado hurricane. Yeah. yeah. Microbursts. Who knew? Uh, how you doing? Fine. Talk about weather. It is nasty here. Like, woke up. My room is pitch black because there's no sunshine outside to come through the windows. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Raining, tornado threats, flooding war. I mean, you name it. I'm freaking living in it right now. They got microbursts going on or what? Probably. <laughs> Probably. So, you know what, though? Let's just look on the bright side here, even though it's not bright outside. Perfect day to podcast because I don't want to go outside. Yeah, I hear that. I mean, it's beautiful here. Guess what? 75 and sunny. A little bit of smog. Oh, shocker. A little bit of smog. A lot of helicopters. Let's do a podcast. <laughs> just a typical day in LA. That's just, it's weird to say in LA. And then I'm like, you know what? After this, I'm going to jump on the 405, then go over the 101, over the 10, and then jump on Spolvada, and then like cruise on over the hill, and then be at Sugarfish. So it'd be great. Oh, yum. Should we start the show? Oh, yeah. We should start the show. Yeah, I don't even know whose turn it is. I think it's your turn. 75 degrees and sunny here in the greater Los Angeles area. 85 in the Inland Empire. <laughs> Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with... Wells and Brandy. So if all else fails, like, you could probably do the weather on the news, you know? If, like, not, he won't hire you back. <laughs> yeah, not in this market, you know? I want to go to, like... Tulsa, learn about fucking. Yeah, Tulsa is where it's at. Tulsa is where it's at. Like, if you're in the weather game, <laughs> I feel like if you're in the weather game, it's either like Florida or New Orleans or Tulsa. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I could do Seattle. Be like, yeah, it's gonna rain today. That's like the same as LA, though. You just know what it's gonna be every yeah, day. Yeah. It's like, but yeah, but in Seattle, it's like you're like a little hipstery and like kind of don't care. You know, like yeah, it's gonna mm-hmm. rain. It's gonna rain probably. I don't know. Maybe not. Whatever. Back to you, Gary. <laughs> Ooh. I have a gr- before we start. I have something that annoys me about TikTok. Okay. okay? Oh. If the developers of TikTok are listening. Or, or maybe there's a YFT here that like knows how to do this, okay? So like the way the algorithm of TikTok works, it's just like really popular videos that show up in like my For You thing, you know? Sometimes a video that I look at could be like weeks or months old, right? Right. It's not like linear where it's like brand, like I'm seeing brand new shit, which is like, that's annoying, but like, I guess whatever. So a lot of stuff that I watch there, you know, it's like, like for part two. If there's something that I'm into, I want to go find part two, right? Mm-hmm. So then I'm like, okay, I got to go to that person's profile. And then I got to scroll down until I find where you can kind of see where it says just watched. And sometimes I'm scrolling all the way down to like months and months ago. And I'm like, motherfucker, this was so hard to find part two. Why can't there be a button when I watch it? And I'm like, I like this to be like, let's do the next one in this series, you know? Because then like, Mm -hmm. so sometimes I'm scrolling, I can't find it. I'm like, well, that's over. I put enough of my time into finding it. I can't find it. And fuck you, okay, find part two. And that's annoying for the person that did the part two because they're like, dude, the second one doesn't have as many views because it's so hard to find. So figure it out. Do better. TikTok? Yeah. I think there's a lot wrong with TikTok. <laughs> there's a lot wrong with TikTok. It's so hard. It's too hard to make like content on TikTok. Yeah, it is. I just don't. Like you have to have no life. Yeah. You have to, be, you have to commit your whole entire life to TikTok. Yeah. We can't do that. Uh-uh. No. I'm I mean, busy. Yeah. That's why I like Instagram. Instagram busy. Instagram is like, oh, you got a picture? <laughs> okay. Yeah. I had to take a picture, and then I had to think of a funny uh, what was, caption. What was with your selfie, by the way? I don't know, dude. So I'm just so starved for fucking content. I don't have any content, dude. There's no, there's no tent to pitch right now, you know? I'm starved. And so I was in Palm Springs for my mom's birthday, and it was a nice day, and so I took a selfie. No one's taken my picture ever. I'm always the camera guy, which is rude. Looking at you, Sarah. So I took a selfie, and I was like, well, this is a good picture. I was like blocking out the sun. I looked tan, you know. Let's throw it up there. I don't have any content. And it was a picture of my face. That was my, that was my caption. This is a picture of my face. Wow. That is the most gigantic thermos I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm trying to drink a gallon of water a day, Brandi. That's what they say to do. And is that a gallon? This is a half gallon. So if I, if I can drink two of these mugs, your boy is going to be hydrated. Hydration across the nation. Does that help with your high blood pressure? I don't know. Speaking of, my mom is very concerned about you taking high blood pressure medication and then getting in the sauna. Oh, no. She doesn't need to be worried about that. Apparently, 
going in the sauna is good for your blood pressure. No, I know, but she said if you take the medication, it lowers your blood pressure. And then you get in the sauna and it lowers it even more. And then you end up lowering it more than you're supposed to. Okay, well, let me calm test the dish's nerves. My blood pressure never gets anywhere near too low, okay? <laughs> Are you okay? I, I'm still on this medication and I'm still high. I'm scared for you. Right now, we're shooting for, like, stage one hypertension. That's what we're shooting for for me. You boys high strung. How did this happen to you? It's genetics. Okay. All right, guys. Airport anxiety, it's a real thing. Between constantly checking my pockets for my ID or forgetting the gate number, even though I just looked at my boarding pass, I'm stressed. But here's the thing. If you travel with base, your bag has the function and the fashion to keep you calm, carefree, and looking good. Sarah and I have been using base luggage for years, long before they even started sponsoring the show. Truly, I have a bunch of base luggage and I love it all. My absolute favorite piece though is the convertible weekender bag. I have it in three colors because I literally take it everywhere. And the best part is the bottom compartment unzips completely if you get the convertible bag because sometimes I don't need that extra space. So I just take the top part, but other times, you know, like I refuse to check a bag. So that really helps me out. So you guys got to check it out. Every piece made by Bays is made to look better with miles. So you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Bays has over over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Bays has your personal items covered. And right now, Bays is offering our listeners out there 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash YFT. Go to basetravel.com slash YFT for 15% off your first purchase. That's base B-E-I-S, travel.com slash YFT. Why, did you not like my picture? Did you not like my selfie? No, I... It was very, it was a great selfie. I just, um, it seemed like a cry for help. Yeah. A very close up of your face. And I was just worried about you. Yeah. Well, you should be. Okay. Got the high BP. Sarah is in a different country working. I'm all alone. I got no oh. one taking my pics. The other thing is, is I have golf stuff. And let me tell you what, oh. people that follow me don't give two flying dicks about golf, but that's all I got, um. you know? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I'm gonna start using two flying dicks a lot more. Cause... <laughs> nuts. Oh my gosh. Before we get into fave things. Yeah. I can't believe I didn't start with this. Yeah. I smoked some weed. Oh no. Night before last. Wow. My throat hurts so bad. I don't think it's ever gonna feel the same. Oh yeah. It's the first time I ever smoked one of those little like pre rolls. Like a joint. Ouch. I tell you what, I don't miss that part of the of the weed smoking experience. My mom acts like that's not normal. I was like, does your throat ever hurt? She was like, no, never. But she's used to it. But she said it didn't hurt in the beginning. But I was like, I never want to do it again. My throat feels horrible. How did you react to being stoned? Honestly, I think I have a very high tolerance because I was with like three other people. And they were all way more stoned than me, and I was smoking way more. That's not fair. Well, you are a Cyrus. Your family is like the white version of Snoop Dogg's family or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Snoop Dogg's family smoke weed? Well, I don't know. Snoop Dogg does. I know that. I've uh, seen anyone in Snoop Dogg's family, actually. You're like this generation's Willie Nelson, like the Nelson family. Uh, I didn't get that high, but my throat freaking hurts. I'm never doing it again like that. Dude. I'm telling you. I'm sticking to gummies. But the problem with gummies, you never know what you're going to get. It's always a fucking roll the dice, dude. It could be nothing or it could be you're seeing pink elephants running through the air, flying dicks. Ew. Just saying. You could be, you're like, dude, someone gave me a gummy at a party a while back and they were like, don't worry, it's pretty mellow. And I was like, all right. And I took one. And then all of a sudden I was just in the bathroom by myself looking in the mirror, freaking out. And Sarah was wasty faced and was like, I'm having the best time ever. And I was like, I need to leave. I'm losing my mind. I'm having the best time ever. Oh, God. <laughs> it's horrible. Oh, I, I miss parties. I went out to dinner. Whoa. Whoa, bro. Oh, I have a funny story about that. I went to Palm Springs. What's funny is, is that like my family, ever since I was a little kid, we've always gone to La Quinta, like the resort, right? And then it was weird that we filmed Taisha and Claire's season at La Quinta. And so 
I was like, I went back there and I was like, this is so weird. We're doing this here. Like I grew up here. Anyway, so for my mom's birthday, she was like, I want to ask all to go to La Quinta. So we we're like, great. Okay, whatever. So we, me and my brother jumped in the car and cruised over there. And then we went out to dinner and there is an amazing like Mexican restaurant. It's been there for, I feel like forever. And like now they just have the tables all outside. And so we walked over there. Also, I'm vaxxed and relaxed. So I was, I wasn't worried. <laughs> But anyways, I'm still like wearing my mask and stuff. And it was the first time in over a year where I was out and about and I got recognized, which is always amazing to me that people can recognize me with a, when I've got a full mask on, right? Mm -hmm. The hair. Yeah, it's the hair and just like the muscles, you know. <clears throat> so I get recognized by, it's like a group, it's like two groups of just wasted chicks, right? Like my demo. <laughs> I forgot what my demo was. My demo is just wasted chicks, okay? Uh -huh. <laughs> they see me, and so I stop and talk to them or whatever. I forgot how, like, handsy drunk girls are. Oh, yeah. And not, like, touched me inappropriately, but, like, it was like, can we take a selfie? And I was like, yeah, you know, yeah, sure. I... And then, like, the table behind was like, wait, who is that? And they're like, this is Wells. They were like <laughs> closing in on me, you know? And then this, this one girl gets up and she's like, let's take a selfie. And she just grabs me and like manhandles me. And she's like, let's go. And I was like, whoa, like you moved me around really fast. <laughs> I feel a bit uncomfortable because we were told to like stay away from everyone. And all of a sudden this woman was like grabbed me and she's like, get over here. And like, let's take this selfie. So I was like, whoa, let's relax. So I was a little caught off guard, but I was, you know, I was talking to them. And you know, it's really funny when you're talking to drunk people. So I was talking to one girl, like, and I was telling her a story, and then other drunk people behind were, like, talking to me, too. But, like, I was mm. having a conversation with one person. I was trying to finish that conversation, and they're, like, yelling at me, being like, wait, what are you, like, what are you doing here? And I was like, I'm not going to answer you because I'm, I'm finishing this conversation. You know, like, this, that's weird that you're doing that. You would never do that sober to somebody. No. Maybe, maybe not. Anyways, so I get, I get manhandled a little bit. And then I take another selfie with another girl and she goes, I just want you to know, this is amazing to me that this is what you thought was like a good thing to say to somebody. Not that it really, it really mattered to me, but she was like, I just want you to know that I like your fiance much more than you. <laughs> and I was like, what huh. the fuck? First of all, so, so then I go, give me your fucking phone. She goes, why? It's like, I'm going to fucking delete that picture. You don't get to have this picture now. But I was saying it like jokingly, like, because I don't really care. And also, like, I like my fiance more than me. How is that what you think to say to somebody? Like, I know that you're trying to be funny or what whatnot. Huh. Like, that was like the first thing you just said was like, I just want you to know that, like, I don't really like you, but I like the person that you sleep with. So let's take a picture, you know? <laughs> Anyway, to those girls, if they listen, which I don't know if they do, but like, it was wonderful to meet you guys. And I'm sorry that if I came across, I, I, I think I was nice and cordial. I just hadn't been around like a bunch of drunk people in a while. If I had yeah, been drunk, been it would have been a little bit different. But like, you guys came at me with a lot of energy that I wasn't ready for. Yeah, like you're with your family. Yeah, I was like, I got to go, you know? Yeah, it was really funny. Um, It's thundering here. I'm scared. Thunder buddies! I have another complaint real quick before we get into favorite things. Oh, boy. What's with all the negativity? I don't know. Okay, and I can say this as a person who owns a motorcycle and rides a motorcycle every once in a while. I forget you have a motorcycle. Yeah, I don't ride it a whole lot in LA, but... And this is very much a thing that happens, I feel like, in cities where there's a lot of traffic on the highway you know there's like this unwritten fucking rule that motorcycles are allowed to go in between cars you know which what i know i hate it it's already dangerous what you're doing and then you're like let's play slalom with cars like it seems dangerous <laughs> and and these motherfuckers give zero fucks like there's some sort of like like slush fun that motorcyclists are throwing at cops because i'm seeing people do this next to cops and I'm like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. Cops are just like, eh, motorcyclists will be motorcyclists. I guess I'll just scoop up their brains down the road. It'll be oh fine. Oh my gosh. So here's the thing, like in Los Angeles especially, that, that annoys me about motorcyclists. If a motorcyclist zooms up in between lanes behind you, it's like this unwritten rule that you're supposed to kind of like move over a little bit in the lane to like make sure they get through. And if you do that, a lot of times they'll like wave and say thank you, which I get, mm -hmm. okay? But if you don't do that, 
there's a little bit of like a fuck you you get from the motorcyclists, you know, or sometimes you just get mm -hmm. a fuck you. And here's my thing to motorcyclists. As a person who has a motorcycle, but I don't do the weaving between cars because I like to live my life. The onus isn't on me. The responsibility isn't on me to be looking backwards all the time when I'm driving. Because guess what? I'm not driving backwards. I'm going forward. So I'm looking where I'm going, not where I've been. Also, allegory for life. The fact that, like, you can be mad at me for not doing something that I'm not supposed to be doing. I'm not supposed to be looking backwards, all right? Because if I'm looking backwards mm -hmm. the entire time, I'm going to fucking hit the guy in front of me. And then I'm going to hurt my beautiful car, okay? So I'm looking forwards. So you can't be mad at me for excited. I didn't see you fucking zips roaring through in between cars. I didn't know. Dude, so mm. don't do it. Let's just build a motorcycle lane. We got a bike lane, you know? I know. You're right. Why haven't we done that? Also, people, use your blinker. I, it's the most oh, annoying I thing. Don't even get me started on the blinker thing. Dude, you know, I go on runs with my dog a lot. <clears throat> and like, it's so frustrating when there's like, they happened to me yesterday. Where I was crossing the street. I was jaywalking which we had like a jaywalking, you know, whatever. I was jaywalking with yeah, my dog. Yeah, I remember that one. But, you know, there's no cars coming one way and no cars coming the other way, except for this giant truck. He was slowing down. I was like, are you going to turn right so I can go or not? And then he he turned right. Dude, if you had turned your blinker on, I would have rolled the dice and gone across the street. But you didn't do that because you a dick. Put your blinker on. Motorcyclists, trust mm -hmm. me. I know this is not that relatable because like most of the listeners probably don't pull a horse trailer. Mm-hmm. But let me just tell you that when you stop, when you're in front of somebody with a horse trailer or any trailer for that matter, and you stop fast with no blinker, like no warning that you're going to stop, I can't stop as fast as you with a trailer. Mm -hmm. Like the trailer, you just, you can't stop as fast when you're pulling a trailer. It's so dangerous. Not to mention it's uncomfortable for the horses. Like if you're slamming on your brakes, they're going to slam forward. Like it's just so unsafe. And it makes me so angry when someone like, zooms in front of me, like passes me, goes around me with the horse trailer and then slams on the brakes and stops to turn with no fucking blinker. Like have some fucking respect for my freaking horses that are everything in the world to me mm -hmm. that are in the back. Okay. Get it. Yeah. Now that we've solved the issues of transportation in our country. <laughs> like what do they think the blinkers on there for if they're not going to use it? They I just think it's like a freaking like I don't know. Yeah, I don't like, I, I don't know either. The only time I think it's okay not to use a blinker is if you're changing lanes on the highway and no one's around you. Yeah. If the, like no one's behind you, no one's even in front, it's like, okay, you can just go. But if you're turning, announce it, bro. Let us know announce where you're going. It. Announce That's what it. What it's for. What it's for, guys. Safety. Um, you got some fave things, bro? bro? Bro. Well, while we're on the negative train, let me start with some not fave things. Okay. I wonder if you're going to have a different opinion or if you've ever even seen it. Have you seen Stowaway on Netflix? I watched it last night. Oh, did you love it? So you're going to be negative about it? I hated it. I thought it was so boring. It did not hold my attention. I was so upset. I love Anna Kendrick. I was severely disappointed. I liked it. I was going to be positive about it. Really? Oh. Like you thought, like, there's so many space movies and there's just so many that are so good that to me, this one just fell so flat. It just like didn't really have much of a story arc. I don't know. Here's the the tag. Typical lame. A three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on board. Stowaway. It's on Netflix. Just like, came it out. It sounds so good, but it's just not that good. I disagree with you. Anyways, cast is good. Anna Kendrick, as aforementioned. Daniel Day Kim, who's been in like a lot of stuff. Lost. Yeah, lost, exactly. Tony Collette, who's been in fucking everything. She's amazing. Is she Australian? Because she has an Australian accent in the movie. And I'm like, are you Australian? She might be. Have you been Australian this entire time that I didn't know? She is. That doesn't shock me. She kind of looks Australian to me. She does look Australian, but she's always been uh, American. I know. I know. So the story is this. It opens with them like taking off to Mars, right? And it's Anna mm -hmm. Kendrick, Daniel Kim, and uh, Tony Collette. And it's just three of them going to Mars, get out, you know, and they're on their way to Mars. And they come across a quote unquote stowaway. And it was like a engineer guy who was like working on something in the spaceship that passed out before the launch and got stuck like in the spaceship somewhere. And then he's just stuck on the spaceship and they're like, what the fuck do we do now? And you know, obviously like there's only so much oxygen there. There's also something, something that breaks and they gotta try to fix it, like scrubbing the CO2 and you know, yada, yada, yada. 
I gotta figure out a way. So it's Apollo 13, but not a true story. And not as good. I don't want to ruin it for you. I liked it. I thought I thought it was interesting. I thought the ending was terrible too. It just was kind of like didn't I don't know. I hated it. Well, so the ending makes you decide what happened to for yourself. I know, but like here's my only question. Do you think that Michael Adams, the stowaway, do you think he did it on purpose or not? I don't think so. That's my whole thing if you when you guys watch it, uh if you watch it, cuz he is an engineer and he says mm-hmm that I was going to apply for the next mission mm-hmm. to go. And then Anna Kendrick says, well, I don't think you need to apply anymore because obviously he's on now the first mission. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there being like, was this your way to get on the ship? Possible. His name is Daniel Day Kim, but on the movie, in the movie, his character's name is David Kim. He doesn't like the stowaway. Mm-hmm. Does he think that he intentionally did this? And that's why he has like, doesn't give a fuck about this guy's life. There's too many questions that never got answered. And you know what? If I'm going to spend a whole hour and a half watching a fucking movie about going to Mars, I want to see them fucking land on Mars. I want to see some Mars on my TV screen. Well, that's the thing. They're like, they're not going to get there because there's not enough oxygen. Yeah, I hated it. Oh, man, I liked it. So, whatever. If you like space Mm -hmm. movies, watch it. If you don't, don't watch it. Not the best space movie. Speaking of space Netflix stuff. Okay. Remember what was the show we loved? Another Life. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. When the hell are we getting that season two? I don't know. I loved Another Life. I think I watched it twice all the way through. Really? I loved it so much. It's Katie Sackhoff and Selma Blair's in it. I mean, it was just so good. Yeah. It was just much more sci-fi-y. And mm-hmm. I, I'm like a nerd. I like that stuff. Was that the one where the, like, there also was like an alien ship that came down and then we were going out to the alien ship? It's like they're on the spaceship and then like halfway through like a fucking alien. They find a fucking alien like on the ship or something. Somehow an alien gets on board. Astronaut Nico Breckenridge and her young crew face an unimaginable danger as they go on a high-risk mission to explore the genesis of an alien artifact. Yeah, I was right. The alien artifact lands on um, Earth, and and they Mm -hmm. go out to where it came from to get some fucking answers. Yeah, and her husband stays behind to try to, like, communicate with them. Yeah, what is happening with that? There's two seasons. They promised us a season two. It's coming because... Well, I know, but they've been saying that for years. Well, it says 2021, and they've also got the episode list up now. Hurry. Speaking of stuff that, like, we loved at the beginning of quarantine, that's, like, now coming full circle. Mm -hmm. Pun intended. The Circle is back. (laughs) I saw that. The first one was so good. Broy Joey winning that thing. I have a confession. I never watched it. Oh, really? Yeah. You You should watch it. It's like really leaning into what I consider like what's wrong with our world. It's, you know, it's mm-hmm. everyone's like living behind these screens and you can kind of be anyone, the autonomy of it all. Mm-hmm. But also like I remember like what I thought was the overarching theme was Broy Joey, who was who he was, was the one who won just by being himself, even though himself mm-hmm. was like kind of broy and, you know, like a mama's boy and things that you can kind of make fun of. But being himself, being who he was, he was liked the most, which that's how you win is you kind of are the one that's like liked the most. I like what they're saying is that like just being you is enough. Mm-hmm. And this one, I almost wonder if they've jumped the shark a little bit. Okay. Because you know who's on this one? Who? Chloe from Too Hot to Handle. No way. These aren't normal people anymore. Now they're like pseudo celebrities or influencers. Chloe's funny. Like she has a lot of really good lines, you know, like good one liners. I can't wait to meet all the Americans. And I think we'll all get along because England and America have never been in a war. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> So there's a little bit of like jump the shark where it's like these were supposed to be normal people. And now there's kind of like a pseudo celebrity and not to ruin it. But in the end of the second episode, Lance Bass shows up and Lance Bass is on the show. And you're like, Lance is here. But then you find out it's Lance Bass's manager that's catfishing as Lance Bass. And you're like, okay, is 
what is happening? And like, it's very confusing. And of course, all the contestants are like, Lance, if you win the $100,000, what are you going to do with the money? You're Lance Bass. Like, you don't need this money. And the manager says, I'm going to use it to fund an in-sync tour. And everyone's like, ugh, <laughs> what? As, as if you would need money to fund an in-sync tour. If they don't realize that that's a catfish, I don't know what to tell them. But anyways, it's, it's, like, yeah. a little, it's like a little weird. And of course, Chloe is like, what is NYNC? What does that mean? And why is there an asterisk? Like, what is that? And then, and, oh, he looks like he's in a boy band. And then, of course, she's also like, oh, he's cute. She likes this other guy, like Trevor or something. And she's like, mm, you've got some competition, Trevor. Oh, my God. You know nothing. <sighs> About this man. Like, nothing. What, what so, are we, what, who does Chloe pretend to be? Her, so she's being herself. Oh, so she's not, she's being herself. Yeah, okay, of course, everyone's it. like, oh, you're from fucking too hot to handle. Yeah. So anyways, I don't, I'm going to stick with it because I love the first one, but I'm not so sure about the second one. Huh, interesting. Okay. Speaking of things coming back. Yeah. Tell me, you've watched The New Handmaid's Tale. No. Have you watched the old Handmaid's Tale? No, I read the book, and then I watched a little bit of Handmaid's Tale, and I was like, ah, I, don't, I didn't like the book. Everyone loved the book. I did not like the book. I didn't read the book, but the show is freaking amazing. Yeah. I can't believe you haven't seen this. I feel like you would love it. I don't know. It's so, so depressing. Wells. So de it's so good. So depressing. I really feel like you should give it a shot since, like, Sarah's gone, and you have no life right now, so you have a lot of free time. Well, this is season, what, four, I think? Four. See, I don't know. It's too much. Okay, so Elizabeth Moss's character, June, she's the main character, all right? So she's in Gilead. Mm -hmm. This Nick guy. So she, like, let me just give you the rundown here. In, like, one of the first seasons, she starts, so, you know, she's a handmaid. She's supposed to have sex with, like, the old guy, the commander guy, so, to give him a baby because his wife can't have children or whatever. So she's supposed to be fucking this guy to have a baby. So instead, she starts fucking Nick, who is, like, the commander's security guard or something. Yeah. I don't know. He like lives on property, but he's like a security guard and she starts sleeping with him and they like kind of fall in love, but she's got a husband back in the real world that she has a kid with. And like the whole time she's like trying to get back to her husband and, and get her kid out and get back to her old life. But like now she's falling in love with the guy here. So it's like a little confusing. Okay. Then all of a sudden in season three, Nick goes AWOL and you're confused. You're like, wait, I thought Nick was a good guy. Now I think he's a bad guy. He's like trying to climb his way up in Gilead and become somebody. I'm so confused. Now all of a sudden he's back and he's trying to help June. He's like, I'm trying to keep you alive. But he, like, he's still kind of a bad guy. He's like on the bad guy side. But, and then I don't want to ruin it for you if you guys haven't seen it. So like, you know, just like plug your ears for a second if you don't want to know. But now all of a sudden he's like helping June and they like have a moment where they like share a kiss and have a moment and they're like, I love you. And I'm like, what you do? Like you've been MIA. You're you've gone to the dark side. And now all of a sudden you're kind of coming back. I'm confused by you. I don't know what you want. I don't know what your goals are. I don't know if I believe you when you tell her that you love her. Also, does she love him or does she not love her husband anymore? Like there's just so many unanswered questions. Mm. <laughs> also, they dropped another bomb. I'm not going to ruin this one. They dropped another bomb at the end of the last episode that I just watched about Serena, who's the commander's wife. They can't have kids. And they're in Canada now. And she like totally threw her husband under the bus because she's trying to get her quote unquote daughter back. That's not her daughter. It's June's daughter. June birthed her. But like Nicole's psychotic. And I mean, uh, Serena's psychotic and thinks Nicole's her daughter. So she's trying to get her back. And she's in Canada right now. And they just dropped a big fat bomb on her. And again, so many unanswered questions. Damn. I know. I'm telling you, you got to watch. Okay. It's so good. I came across like an old series from like 2018 that I'm like. How did I miss this? Okay. Did you ever watch the show The Crossing? No. Here's the tag. Refugees from a war-torn country 180 years in the future start showing up in the present to seek asylum in an American town. The Crossing. Hmm. So that it's, sounds pretty good. Yeah. So it's Steve Zahn, and he's the cop in this small town, and he gets called to, like, this one beach— they're like, there's a body there. And he's like, no one ever goes to that beach. And they're like, well, there's a fucking body there. Go get it. 
So he goes, and it's a little girl, and the little girl's alive. She's alive, she's alive, we can do, we can, we can help her, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden he like stands up, looks around, and it's 50 people like washing up on shore. What is happening? And all these people from the future. How are you from the future? What are you talking about? What were you doing before this? And they were like, where we were running away. And they were like, where are you running away from? He's like, we were running from the war. And they're like, there, there is no war. She's like, well, there will be. <laughs> Kind of like Lost, I suppose. Mm -hmm. It was on ABC, but like you can watch it on Prime. Okay. How did I miss this? Like, what was I doing in 2018 that was better than this show? <laughs> also, Steve Zahn. Sounds good. Speaking of Prime, have you watched um, that new, is it, a, I think it's a movie with Michael B. Jordan? No, I want to though. It looks so good. It's like an action thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's everything. Speaking of Steve Zahn, he is so good in Saving Silverman. Do you remember that movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Steve Zahn and Jack Black mm -hmm. are so fucking funny together in that movie. I know this is old, but whatever. They have a, <laughs> a Neil Diamond tribute band in it, which is so funny. Oh, my God. Amanda Pete is great in that. Jason Biggs is... Well, he's playing the straight guy, so, like, whatever. But, like, that movie's so good. Blast the best. I need to go watch Saving Silverman again. I know. It's been so long since I've seen it. Oh, my God. It's so funny. Did you start Cruel Summer? No. What are you doing? It's the best thing that's come out in so long. I know, but, Brandy, so here's my thought about that. When you get good shit, I go watch other stuff so I have something else to talk about. Because we just watched the uh. same stuff. Then we're just talking about the same thing over and over every week. And we're not. But then we can keep up with the show and we can talk about Cruel Summer. Okay, I'll get on it. I know it does look good. I want to know if you think that what I, I, I need to know what your thoughts are because, okay, so this whole thing is like this gr popular girl goes missing, right? Yeah. And she gets like, kidnapped or whatever. And then basically she comes out and says they rescue her. She's like the principal took her or something, like the creepy principal and put her, put her in his basement. And basically she comes out, it's like, plug your ears if you don't want to hear this, if you haven't started it. Basically she comes out and says, while I was in captivity in the basement, I saw whatever the heck the other girl's name is, this other girl who was like super nerdy. And then once the popular girl went missing, took her boyfriend, got hot, took her friends, like took over her life. So basically she's like, she saw me and didn't tell anyone. Like she was going to let me like rot in this guy's basement because she took over my life. Mm -hmm. So you were like, oh shit, like she's the bad guy. But now like, we're a few episodes in and like this girl is basically saying that that's not true and that now her life's being ruined because this girl's falsely accusing her of seeing her when she didn't and you're like who the fuck is the bad guy here like mm. I kind of think it's Kate Kate's the popular girl that got kidnapped I think she's a liar like I kind of do and like I know that's not what you're really supposed to think I don't think but that's what I think and I think she's making this stuff up and now this poor girl's life is ruined because all of America hates her for seeing the girl in the basement and not telling anyone. But then there's like, there's like stuff going on where you're like, man, but like, did she see her in the basement? Because you're starting to find out that she like frequented this guy's house and like, you don't really know why. And now all of a sudden Kate's got her necklace and you're like, whoa, how'd she get that? I don't know. Ooh. It's exciting. I know. I need answers. Yeah. Yeah, you do. You know what else is getting good? What? I think there's only like two or three episodes out. Have you started Mayor of Easttown on HBO? I haven't, but it that, that does look good. And Kate Winslet That's not, is you really good. like. I know I keep saying you'll love it, but like that one you really would love. Really, um, and like the episode one was great. You know, it was fine. Like they introduced everybody or whatever, and it's kind of like kind of like start the story. But now that we're getting into it a little more, it's getting really good. Um, so I still, I need answers. Like you don't know who the bad guy is here. Reminds okay. me a little bit of True Detective. It's like a little True Detective and a little bit The Outsider, but I think without the sci-fi aspect of The Outsider. Yeah. Another show that's back that I want to get back in on is City on a Hill. That was the Kevin Bacon thing that, like, I loved. Oh, I never saw that. Yeah, they got a season two out, and I need to get on that. But there's just, there's just you know, not enough hours in the day, okay? Oh, I know. Netflix is really coming out with a lot of movies. Yeah. There's a movie on Netflix I want to watch, but I'm scared to watch it alone. It's called Things Heard and Seen. Yeah. With that girl and with I the love, really big eyes. Uh, Amanda Seyfried. I'm yeah. obsessed with her. It's Amanda Seyfried and, uh, oh, um, Natalia Dyer. Is that how you say it? Natalie Dyer? Natalia Dyer from Stranger Things? 
and yeah. James Norton are in it. And but like I started watching the preview and I was like, ooh, this looks so good. I'm so gonna watch this. And then like I get halfway through the preview and I'm like, oh, maybe I'm not because this looks absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Same. But it was a book. Did you read the book? No. I ran okay. into the same problem. I was gonna watch it last night and I was like, this looks too scary for me. I don't want to watch it for myself. <laughs> it's scary to watch at 10 o'clock at night when you're going to this. bed. Yeah. But I, here's what I need. I need some wife tears to watch it this week for me and let me know like how scary is this? Is it going to give me nightmares or like, can I handle it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 For sure. Brother. Oh, I got a podcast suggestion. If anyone's into cosmology or astrophysics or space stuff, cause I'm a fucking nerd. Okay. Joe Rogan. You can have your opinion about him or whatever. You know, like, guys love him. Women hate him. Like whatever. Like, I get it. Can be controversial, but he does have some good guests on. There's one episode with this guy named Brian Cox, who is a cosmologist and astrophysicist. It's just really, really fascinating and interesting to like learn about the stars and galaxies and planets and string theory and quarks and everything. You know, like the stuff that they talk about, you're just like, wow, you're so smart. So if you like space and stuff, that's a good uh, podcast to listen to. Brian Cox. Cool. Still doing Shadow and Bone Man, Rag and Bone Man. Oh, yeah. I like that show. Mm -hmm. Still doing The Nevers. Mm -hmm. I like that show. Okay. Yeah. I haven't started either one of those. Um, my sister has a new song out. Which sister? Miley. It's actually not her song. She's like featured on it with this guy who I, I really shouldn't know how to pronounce his name, but I don't. Mm. It's called Without You. And I guess like he put this song out already. Oh. And then um, she, they re-released it with her on it. Is it Kid Leroy? Yeah, is that how you say it? Leroy? I have no clue. That's how I say it in my head. Yeah. The album art's like anime. So there I go, oh, can't make a wife out of a hoe, oh, I'll never find the words to say, I'm sorry, but I'm scared to be alone. You cut out a piece of me, and now I bleed internally, left it without you, without you, and it hurts for me to think about what life could possibly be like without you. Can't make a wife out of a hoe. The great lyric is a good lyric. It's also not true. Um, he's Australian. Uh huh. Um, getting the low down here on Spotify. Yeah. Um, says he's like he was like connected to like Juice World and Juice World mentored him and whatever. I don't know. Sounds cool. All right. I just I love how this like this like emo emo is like having a comeback, but like it's like emo reborn. It's not the emo that I know. From my college days and high school days, it's like a it's like a reborn emo genre. Yeah, I'm into it. Wait, I saw the Lumineers have a new track out. Ooh, this is called Caves. Title track. My favorite Lumineers. I mean, not everything can be ho hey, you know. <laughs> uh, I saw Gregory Allen Isakoff has a new song out called Salt and Sea, and I do like Gregory it's Allen. Very well, like yeah. artist. Come on, you know it's good. I'll let the darkness swallow me whole. I need to find you. Pretty sure it's a re-release, but I do like G A I. It's very sad. 
I like to have my heart ripped out of its chest. Oh, oh, cool. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I do. Yeah. That's how I do. Oh, what do you think about blonde Billie Eilish and her Vogue spread? So funny because I was just going to talk about this. Oh, you were. I was. I saw that she was getting some backlash for it and was like, what? I oh, was... what? Yeah, I don't know. I think she looks great. Me I... too. I mean, I think it's super cool. I mean, I loved, you know, I loved her style before. I loved her like dark hair and her e- like her like emo vibe and like edgy vibe. I thought that was so super cool. And I don't know, just to show up to the Grammys in like baggy oversized clothes and basically to say like, fuck you, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to be me and do what I want, even at like a big award show like this, like that just takes so much guts. And I I think she's so cool for doing that. But it also takes so much guts to like do such a strong departure and just come out with something totally different, knowing that people are going to be like, whoa, 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 this is different than what you do. You know, like you, this is so different and like possibly get backlash from it. I think it's just also super like ballsy. Like, I just think she's the coolest. I know. Should we, she's got a new song out called your power. Should we go out on that? Yeah. It's real sad too, but you know, that's, that's her vibe. Yeah, what are you talking about? That's and that's also kind of this podcast vibe. Not, I mean, <laughs> not sad, but you know, like emo. We yeah, it's super emo. Like you come yeah. for the good Rex and the sad bastard shit. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um. All right. Well, be safe in Mexico. Hey, you too. Thanks, bro. We're gonna be in the same country, but so far but away. So far. So far away from each other. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll figure out what we're going to next week. Maybe I will have uh, Dara leak my balls on the show, and and we'll just do, like, grandma's hosting. A bunch of grandma That'd voices. That'd be good. Yeah. That could be yeah. good. That could be cute. All right. YFTers out there. Oh, did we have... Um, do I have, like... I think so. Oh, no. And I think we should also... Um, tell them about the Patreon live that's next. Is it next week or the week after? The week after? Okay, well then now I'm going to... Okay, Billy, we have to stop and do some business. Sorry, and Billy. then we'll come back to you, Billy. The next live Patreon show is next week. We bumped it because of my mom's birthday. So it's going to be on Friday, May 14th. Yeah. Um, at our usual time of 5 Pacific, 7 Central. It'll be nice. We're, we're going to make a drink and we're going to get a little drunk and uh, have uh, have some funs. Have some mm-hmm. fun, guys. If you're not a Patreon erotic grandpa member, get on that if you want to be a part of that. Speaking of, we got to do some shout outs. Yeah, um, got to do some shout outs. With erotic grandpa. Now we asked oh, Randy, we asked the question last week, erotic grandpa's name should be. And we put it on the poll and Vern was the winner. I can get down with Vern. Vern was the winner over Eugene, Leonard, and Leroy. Eugene was a close second. It was. But Vern, my name is now Vern. All right, shout out to Carissa S. from question mark, question mark. Carissa doesn't know where she is. Neither do I. I'm I'm scared and lost, and I don't know. I have dementia now, and I don't know where I am. Carissa cannot explain it all. Do you remember that show, Carissa? Clarissa explains it all, Brandy. Oh, I know. With Melissa Joan Hart was her name, and in that, that was show, her name. and in that show, her, her best she had an alligator named Elvis, and her best friend, a guy friend, would come over and use a ladder, and it was always implied, I think, that they were doing sex, and it was very risque for Nickelodeon. Doing sex, yeah. We're doing the sex. <laughs> Shout out to Kelly E. from Wisconsin. W- yeah. I, Wisconsin. Kelly E. Sounds great. Also, shout out to Steph, Steph L. from Washington State. It's beautiful up there. But the uh, unfortunately, the weather women up there are not as attractive as they are for Los Angeles. Shout out to Susie P. from Florida. Also... Ven- Venerina. Ven- Venerina? Venerina. How do you say this word? Venerina. Venernia. Venernia. I don't know. Venernia C from Florida. 
you your name sounds like a That's mythical right. a mythical land where you go uh, through a portal in a uh, bookshelf or something. Uh, shout out to Kaylee M from New England. Is that New England or Nebraska? No, it's Nebraska. Nebraska. Is it Nebraska? What is New England? Oh, it's Massachusetts. Yeah. New England is not a state. I'm stupid. <laughs> I'm old. Bird is old and doesn't know things, okay? Uh-huh. Shout out to Lexi S. from Illinois. Also, Mandy S. from Illinois. And they both are roommates together and they date twin brothers, which is interesting. That's not true. I made that up. Also, shout out to Devin V from Connecticut. Now, this is the first time we might actually have a boy here. But Devin also can be a girl's name. So I think it might be a girl. Damn it. That's only women in this thing. <laughs> She's from Connecticut, by the way. I love Connecticut in the summertime. It's beautiful. Nice. It's beautiful there. Uh, shout out to Alicia F. from New Jersey. Alicia F. I once made love to an Alicia F. who was from New Jersey. This was back in 1932. She was a dancer at a juke joint, a flop house, if you will. Anyways, she was the village bicycle. Everybody got a ride, including myself, for the low, low price of two Indian head nickels. Which was a lot of money back then, Brandy. You didn't know that, but it was. Is it Indian head nickels or is it Indian head pennies? I never know. I don't know. Also, shout out to Chantel S. from Cape Town, South Africa. Ooh! You're from Cape Town, huh? I'm going to Cape Town in October. And I'm going to Franchhoek. And I'm going to Stellenbosch. And I'm going to hang out with Chantel S. My <laughs> best friends. Also, shout out to Kelly P. from Massachusetts. Is it M.A. Massachusetts? Yes. It is. She was the person who won the Patreon membership. So congratulations to Kelly P. That's pretty cool. Yes. And that's a lot of shout outs for you guys. And we love you so much. I need some water. My throat hurts. But you smoked all the pot, Brandy. You're yeah, I did. Pothead. I'm not doing it again. Don't smoke pot. Don't smoke the wacky tobacco. That jazz cabbage. It'll get My you every time. My mom told me to. Your mom is a druggie. <laughs> She's a druggie. And a misfit. Okay, bye-bye, everyone out there. We love you so very much. See you next week. How could you? Will you only feel bad when they find out if you could take it all back? This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.